Hello and welcome to Full Out with Samantha Joe Harvey. I am Sam. What's up, Queen? Thanks for being here. I'm really excited to bring you today's conversation. I have Whitney Alexander on the podcast, and y'all, we dive deep. We dive into desires, up-leveling your mindset around business, around entrepreneurship, around really being able to call in your next level of wealth. We talk about desire. We talk about fabulous Fridays. We talk about our journeys, and I know that you are going to feel so much value from this conversation. So here's a little bit more about Whitney. She is a performance coach for top women entrepreneurs who want to create limitless wealth and a fabulous life beyond their wildest desires. Duh, she's on the Full Out Podcast. She guides entrepreneurs out of overwhelm and into their first taste of real freedom, joyful growth, and their first six-figure months. Whitney has spent the past 20 plus years helping powerful business owners unlock their peak potential through her signature approach, which is rooted in evidence-based performance coaching strategies. Whitney's clients experience transformational shifts in a fraction of the time, often up-leveling every area of their lives and businesses in a matter of mere months. I am pumped for you to listen to this conversation. If you are getting value from it, if you're like, ooh, yes, I heard something that I love. This is going to change my mindset, my health, my relationships, and my life, my business. Please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me at Samantha Joe Harvey on Instagram. We'll also tag Whitney and Please spread the word. We need more women stepping into their power, living their lives full out, and making a fuck ton of money. And with that, let's dive in. Whitney, welcome to Full Out with Samantha Joe Harvey. I am so excited you are here. And before I even give you a chance to say hi or anything, I just want you, the listener, to know that when we hopped on this recording, Whitney and I immediately hit it off. Like she's got a full giant gorgeous ponytail. We both have a lip on and the energy already started flowing. So I know you are in for a treat. We're going to dive into all things money, desire, expansion, wealth, fun, fabulous Fridays, which is something that is specific and unique to Whitney. And I know it, we're going to hit a million magical things. So you guys tune in, grab a notebook, send it to a friend immediately because it's going to be magic. Whitney, welcome to the podcast. What an introduction. And you are so right. We are going to have a fucking fabulous time. Fabulous. Because like we're already best friends. I feel it. (laughs) It's, you know, I got to say, this is one of the coolest things is this is our life. Like we get to do this. We get to talk to other incredible humans. And I know there was a point in my life when there was no way I could even imagine that this is what my life would be. And I'm curious if you had that as well. Uh, 100%. I had exactly that where it was like, whose life am I in? Who's and you know what it was? It was like, I had so I was in a relationship, we had this big house, we were just engaged, we were all the things. And dude was like, you're trying to be Batman. And you're not Batman. And I was like, what does this mean? Right? Like, and it, what he meant was like, I'm the sidekick, which is oh. obviously not what this is. And so that when, when that relationship ended, the house was sold, everything just like fucking burned, burned down. All What I like to say is like in those moments, it's like you have dark and then you have the darkest of days. And that was like the darkest of days. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't actually that long ago. It was like two years. 
No way. And yeah. And so I will, and so you'll start to see how like all of this kind of weaves together. But when that relationship was over and like everything was like done, I went, I was like, where do I, where am I going by myself on a Saturday when I have no place to live? I was staying with a friend, so no one worry. But, um, but I walked into, into Sephora and they had this bottle of perfume called fucking fabulous. No way. Yes. And Tom Ford makes it. It smells delicious for anyone listening. Um, And I thought to myself, if only it was that easy. If you could just spray yourself and decide, like, it's fucking fabulous. And Mm. that was like, for me, the, the biggest turning point of my entire life was that moment, buying that perfume. And the perfume is just an anchor, right? But it was the reminder of like, I can design the life that I want and everything that comes back into this new life of mine better be fucking fabulous. And if it is not fucking fabulous, it's gone. Mm. And it's so fun because like my family has adopted it, clients have adopted it, and other people have sort of watched the transformation as they're like, oh, even my dad, he's so sweet. He'll be like, is this FF? <laughs> I'm like, you know, you can say it. You're 70 years old. You can say it. Um, but, you know, it's it's looking at your life, looking at your business, looking at all of the decisions you make under the lens of like something that's awesome and lights you up. And for me, I'm still on the fucking fabulous vibe. Yes. yes. Of course you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a decision. And I think so many women get caught up in the everyday or get caught up in the beliefs of their family or the beliefs of their friends or the people they follow on social media that like, this is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, cause I know you support a lot of people in breaking through those limiting beliefs. I feel like we could talk about it forever and ever. And every time someone speaks on limiting beliefs, I feel like there's always a golden nugget. There's always another lens. So I would love for you to speak into how do you support clients in releasing and breaking through those limiting beliefs so that they actually can step forward and create what they want. Yeah. Um, it's great. And you're right. We could talk for hours about this because the thing is, you don't even know how many limiting beliefs that you have. You just know, like, you probably know the top, like, one or two. Everyone's got a million money beliefs. And, like, newsflash, they're hardly ever yours. They're always, like, something you've adopted for from somebody else, some other time, someone told you, whatever. Um, you know, one of the things that I love to talk to my clients about is, like, you have these limiting beliefs that are tied to your identity as a person. And so, for example, I have one client, she's a, she is a single mom, she's a badass business owner, but there's still a little bit of that where she's like, but I'm a single mother. I'm like, you can't have two beliefs that are in opposition, just like you can't have two identities that are in opposition. So which one do you want to be? Do you want to be single mother or do you want to be the CEO that makes a million dollars a year? And that was the moment where she was like, I don't want to be her anymore. Mm. And I'm willing to let that go. And, you know, and then comes a lot of the like practical stuff. Like where does the single mother or whatever identity you're carrying around, where does that person like practically live? Like how do they live? What do they do? Because we all have like parts of our life that are supporting 
this character. And so it's about like going through and saying, okay, where do I show up in my life like that person? And where do I show up as the CEO? And so creating more of the CEO piece versus that old identity. That is gold. That's gold. I I love that. So when we are stepping into the new identity and we're looking at both the mindset of the new identity and we're looking at the practicality. I love that you mm-hmm. said that because I really believe in the mind, the body, the energetics, and then also like, how do we take these concepts that are out here and put them into practice? And I think that's yeah. so powerful. So when you are stepping into that, what, how do you create the roadmap for people? A lot of what we talk about and we start talking about is that desire right? Like who is this person? What does she desire? And really being able to visualize her. How does she spend her time? What sort of relationships does she have? You know, is she rolling up to her work meeting with holes in the armpits and old, you know, old, old clothes and shoes on and like hair disheveled? Or does she come in looking like a fucking boss, sleek, fashionable, even if it's not expensive? That's not, doesn't have to be it, but like she has style. And that's like, so it's like starting to visualize what it is that you really desire. And then you start to see the parts where you're not living in alignment because you can't be both people, right? Mm. Just like you can't have a belief that like, I'm a million dollar CEO and I'm broke as fuck. You can't have, you can't have both. So if we, if we get to choose, why not build proof points that build this other one up? Mm, like I, I, I pick that. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talk about like building the hologram. Like if every if I'm creating everything, I'm either continuing to create this story and this you know experience of being this version of me that I've always been, or mm-hmm. I can put my energy into creating the hologram, the story that I am this different version. So yeah. how do you support people when they come up against resistance from the people around them? I know I personally had a lot of that. I always felt like the black sheep. I always had these wild dreams and these wild goals. And so for me, I had to navigate through that. And a lot of my clients navigate that as well. People think they're crazy. People think they're yeah. nuts. Who do you think you are yeah. to go do X, Y, Z? How do you support people in that? You know what? It's You hit on so many things there. I think that you know when you have a little bit of compassion for other people in your life as well, Let's think about it. They've got this version of Samantha Joe that they love. And now she's changing. And that is uncomfortable. They're like, I know who you are. I don't want to lose that. And so, you know, there is a little bit of that where like you should you can still show them the goodness of like, I'm I'm making these changes, but I'm not losing this. Right. There's a little bit of that. There also are, and I'll be frank, some fucking assholes that you're gonna yeah. have in your circle that are naturally going to fall away. And what I find happens that no one really seems to talk about. It's like, we have this energy that we put out that shows people that we've changed before we like physically change. Right. And so it's like, you're dreaming bigger. You're open for more. They notice a distinct shift, but they just can't put their finger on it. You know? And so I think sometimes that happens where all of a sudden you'll start to see like people that are on your team maybe dropping off or someone that supports you. Like it could even be as simple as like, I've got a manicurist or a stylist or something that just has a blowout, right? And I often think 
when someone is living in their full expression and happy and clear and confident, it triggers other people who are not living in alignment. And so I think part of this is an exercise in like knowing that you're not doing anything wrong by wanting better for yourself or choosing something different. So Mm. it's like kind of that balance between like continuing to have grace for the other people around you that are good humans and you want, you know, they want the best for you. But I'm certain like my parents have thought I'm fucking crazy at times. They're like, (laughs) what is wrong with this chick? And then, you know, and when you talk to them more, they're like, but we know that you always figure it out. Mm. And so I've just learned that like, I tell them enough that they still feel comfortable, that it's not nothing too wild that they're, um, that they feel they need to support me in, but they also don't feel like they aren't part of the, part of the plan or part of the growth. You know, Mm. it's almost like bringing people along with you. Yeah, I see a lot of heart in that. Like I feel a lot of the heart space in that. And I think sometimes we can get into this like, oh, I've got to like break free and do it myself. And and what I'm hearing is instead of like looking through the lens of just like, where am I going? What am I doing? You're also seeing it through the lens of your heart and how you want to be in relationship with people. And I think that's really, that's really beautiful. I'm curious. I want to talk about money because I know you're a money queen. Yes. And I would love to talk about money. And you said something before we started recording that I think is really, really cool because I I knew we were going to go down the line of of female entrepreneurs, but you actually said you don't have to be an entrepreneur to make a fuck ton of money or to call in a lot of money. So Mm -hmm. I am curious if we can speak into this because I know we have some awesome corporate badasses that listen to the podcast who are like, is is this going to support me? So we can talk about women in general calling in more wealth. What is the number one thing that's holding us back? You. Not you, (laughs) but like your individual mindset, right? I think that we get so used to like, this is like robotic. This is how my money comes in. This is how much it is. And we start to get so weird about things. Like I only get this much money. Like I fucking hate a budget. And it's oh, funny. Thank you. Me too. And, it, and it's funny because one of my best friends is like a budgeting queen and I'm the complete opposite. And we find this really nice balance with each other because she's always like helping people be like financially secure with what they have, which is great. But I think that's like 99% of the problem is we get comfortable with like what we're given. And I think that to be in this place of like wealth expansion, it's like, I'm open to just receiving money and receiving things. And if people want to give me stuff, I'll take it. Like before this showed up, I got this beautiful gift that somebody sent me because I made them a shit ton of money this month. And they sent me a thank you gift. It's like, I didn't know that was coming, but is there value in there? Yeah. And is there going to continue to be some awesome like energetics that happen as a result? 100%. I also think like if we're talking to other women leaders who are not business owners, some of it is like asking for more, but like knowing that you're worth it. Mm. So actually doing, if I put on like my practical sort of prairie hat for a minute, it's like, you know, I've done these big things in my role or I'm capable of these other things, not waiting for somebody else to fucking give you the opportunity. That's not it. It's like, 
do you have enough confidence that you should have that role? And if someone doesn't agree with you, then it is time to like move on up somewhere else, right? It's like we sort of just get so comfortable where we are that we forget that we bring so much more value than what we're just like given every couple of weeks. Mm, Beautiful, beautiful. Money can come in in any way. And I think that's what we forget is like, you know, often people, and I've been guilty of this in the past too, people will be like, oh, I just want to make another $5,000 or $10,000. And, um, and all of a sudden you have like a free trip or you get something that is like, has an amazing value attached to it, but it's not like cash in the bank. So sometimes it's like, okay, be more specific. But I also think like breaking this rule of thinking I have to work more or harder to make more money because that's also like that goes against everything I want people to do. Mm. (laughs) I want you to work the least amount possible and make like 10 times more. How do we do it? How do we do it? Tell us, Whitney. How do we work less? How do we work smarter? Like everyone uses the phrase work smarter, not harder. And I know that people are like banging their head against the wall being like, okay, so how do I do that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I will say full disclosure, it's so much easier as an entrepreneur. It is. It just is, right? Like I can decide tomorrow I want to go sell something for $100,000 and I can find someone at some point that buys it right? So money just comes in in a different way for us. Um, But as entrepreneurs, I think we can also get trapped in like, okay, well, I haven't really had a $10,000 month, or I've never made more than X number of dollars in my business. So it makes it sometimes hard if you're like, I want to go from a side hustle or this little bridge job, like, could I actually make it work? And so one of the exercises I love to give people is you know, if we were to take your business and 10 exit, you now, you know, let's say you made $100,000 last year, next year, your revenue goal is a million. How would you do it? Right? Because you can't, it's such a big problem Mm. that you can't just do what you've done. Likely, you probably can't do what you've done times 10 right? Like you only have so many hours in a day. And also because I'm going to take away your Fridays. (laughs) I can't wait to get to that. Yeah. Like, and so that's sort of the thing I'll say like, okay, let's 10 X, 10 X, how much you're going to make. And then let's also strip out how much you're going to work. And all of a sudden those two constraints make they force people to come up with bigger packages. They force them to work with a different type of client they force yes. them to um, not deliver. We're like habitually over delivering. Yes. It's awful. It needs to stop in every area of our lives. It's, I'm not just talking to entrepreneurs. We all over deliver. Yeah. But it's like, you know, having those two constraints really help. Even if you aren't going to make a million dollars next year, if you don't desire that, I don't care. It's yeah. like, you know, figuring out something that is so big. It's like you have to do business different. You have to do life different. And so I think having some of those constraints, like you have to get really creative about what it is. I love this. I love this. I'm curious. Did you build your business through social media? Did you build it through in-person? Like, I'm I'm just curious about your journey with that. Um, It's all referrals. Now I'm on social, but it's mostly because like I like connecting with people on there. And I'm like going, doing fabulous things. So you follow along, right? So fun. Um, so that part I really love. 
but I'm not like, I don't have tens of thousands of followers. I just have like mostly real people that I have met or talked to at some point. Um, and so most of it's referrals. And I think that's the best. It's like real people vouching for real people. I think that is so important because I think that there's a misconception that you need to have X amount of followers online or you need to reach X amount of things or have so many views. I hear this a lot in in a lot of new coaches where they feel this need to have that in order to be successful. And we know that's just another yeah. limiting belief, but I thought it was really important for you to share that because yeah. you, you don't have that and you have built an incredible business. Yeah. Well, and the thing is like what you're talking about is probably a money block and it's like a visibility block. Like mm. I can't show up on social media because I don't look like this. I don't like this. I don't have enough people. Um, and so therefore I can't have the money. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I think that the most underutilized tool that people um, skip over at any stage of their business, doesn't matter how big it is, is a personal invitation. Hey, Samantha. Mm. I have this uh, incredible mastermind. I would love for you to join it. Here's what we do there. You want to learn more about it? I think it's perfect for you because X, Y, Z. And I feel like we're in this robotic cold DM stage, which is just like bro marketing. I hate it. Yep. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. But those personal invitations, personal connections, do you want to come and do this thing? Like, I don't need you to book like a sales call with me. Yeah. I can probably just send you a link and you've seen enough or you've heard enough that you're like, let's go. Yes. You know, even, even how we got connected, it was through an actual voice note from a mutual friend, Melissa, who was like, Hey, you guys would jive and would be amazing together. That is so different. I get so many emails for people pitching podcasts, podcast guests, and not that it's bad. I think it's amazing. Like, yes, get yourself out there, but the personal touch and having that interaction, I was like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm in. I don't even yeah. need to research you. I don't need to look. I'm going to trust this person. Yeah. And, and there is that level of like heart to heart. Again, this is the theme that just I'm feeling. And I think that this is really important because I think one of the big money blocks I see too is if I was to make millions of dollars, I would be a bad person. Like we see mm-hmm. money as this bad thing. And what, I, what I'm feeling as a theme through all of this is like we can still have heart. We can still be in our leadership and loving and giving and all of this and make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Like my ladies who, um, again, like one-on-one clients or mastermind clients, whatever. So my ladies, most of them don't work more than 20 hours in a week. They make big, we're talking like multi um, six figures Mm -hmm. or close to a million. They work less than 20 hours a week and they do it because they're like, I want to spend this time with my kids. I want to take them to, to the water park on a Saturday. I want to, like, they're not assholes. And I think, you know, sometimes we put these people that have what we think we want up on a pedestal and we don't actually know them. And Mm. I think, you know, talking more about money, being open and transparent about things just like helps us to relate. You know, I think sometimes there's so much bullshit in some of these industries where people are saying like, oh, this is how I make $50,000 a month. And then when you dig a little deeper, it's like, no, that is not accurate. That is like clickbait headline. Ooh, you know? yes. I'm so curious. What is your opinion on 
and this is not to bash or shame. I am actually just curious. What is your opinion on the business coaches that are online showing their revenue, showing how much they've made? Like, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think I'm mixed on that one because on one hand, I'm like, okay, it's great to see. Mm-hmm. On another hand, I'm like, I, I think that some coaches get ahead showing their revenue and forgetting to show all of their results. Mm-hmm. And I think when you can actually like speak to the client results, like, so for example, like I just, I leave it to my clients. I'm like, Hey, we have this awesome community. You, why don't you invite other people you feel are best fit? Mm. Right. Like yeah. we have like a no assholes policy. So rather than just like Whitney cold DMing people, which would never happen, like, why don't we just build this with the most amazing people? And that's the group. Yes. You know, and I think this is where people get a little bit funny thinking it needs to happen a certain way. And I need to have this giant funnel and lead pages and a million clients. And when you really start to boil it down, you don't need that much. You need to do good work, follow through on your on your like client promise, whatever it is, keep good connections with people and also ask them for the referral. Mm. That, that so part good. gets missed. Yeah. Yeah. Whether, whether you are an entrepreneur or you want to be referred for like a new corporate job or you want to be referred for whatever, whatever the thing is to like a really cool group that yeah. you might have in your city, like mm-hmm. referrals. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, as you're talking about like inviting people in, it reminds me I had a really big, long, awesome um, time in network marketing. And that was one of the things I was like, who do I want to do business with? Who do I want to talk to every day? Like, who do I want to play? Who do I want to bring into my team? And that was something that was so fun and special that I think people are missing in this, in this industry because they think quote unquote, I I have a business, it's a coaching business. And it's, it turns into something that it's not. So I love the simplicity. I love the, like coming back to the nuts and bolts Mm -hmm. and using your voice. Well, I, what I loved about what you said is that's all like the energy was so different. It was like, who do I want to work with? Right. Yeah. Like I think, who do I want to support? Who do I want to jump on a call with every other Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Who do I want to be on this like amazing retreat with? Who do I want to have a one-on-one session with? Like yeah. you, I think sometimes we are so reactive of like, let's just see who hires me. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just see who wants me that we forget like you are worthy and you get to choose. You get to be Batman, right? (laughs) You get to be Batman, Wonder Woman, whoever you want to be. But like you are the main character of this. And there's such a different energy in starting from this place of like, I want to be surrounded by amazing humans versus like, who are the 10 people I can get to sign up for this? Oh, the energetics <laughs> like, of that? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Dirty. I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what do you say to the person who is like, I am ready to step into my million dollar self or yeah. my multi-million dollar self. And I'm ready to start doing the identity shifts, the belief shifts. Like what, like, where do I go? What do I, what do I get to do? What's that next step that I get to take? I yeah. am ready for millions. Yeah. I think, you know, it's so interesting because we say that we're really clear about what we want, but often when I look at people's lists, I'm like, you haven't told me anything other Mm. than you want to make a lot of money. And like six figures is not a number. (laughs) It's not, right? 
Like yeah. there are people and, you know, it's sometimes like, uh, cause I do a lot of mindset work. I do the hypnotic recordings to do some of that stuff. Oh. And so even just from like a goal setting approach, I love to get, pe- give people like income goals for the month. Because yes. what I find is if you have an income goal for the year, you know, it's March or like lots of time. August, okay, better start. <laughs> you know, yeah. slowly the year slips away. Versus if we were like, no, you're going to sell a hundred thousand dollars every single month next year. What's the plan for that? You know, yes. and so so I think you know having that having like a real clear view of what it is that you want, being specific about it, and none of this bullshit like feel good stuff. It's got to be like concrete. This is this is what exactly what that looks like. Like I want to have, you know, four vacations. I want to spend the summer in Europe. I want to um, only work 20 hours a week, like as clear as you can be. And be like, this is also your opportunity to be selfish. Because I can tell you, I've worked with hundreds of women entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I've also worked with hundreds of male leaders. Mm. And we do business different. We organize life different. And what I know is that when a woman is inspired and loves what she's doing, when it's like rooted in desire, she gets there a hell of a lot faster than dude. Mm. It just just happens, especially because we're such givers that we're uh, baked into this stuff. We're also planning like, okay, the water park with the kids and a shopping spree and let's take them to Disneyland and all this stuff, which, you know, now the whole family's involved. You know, I gave, I gave one assignment to a client where I said, you know, the kids, the the kids are asking about this rich life, right? Mm -hmm. Are we rich? What is rich? I was like, why don't you ask them? What does rich mean? Like, let's build a rich list. Because, you know, when you're a five-year-old, what does rich look like to you? Yeah. It could look like we went to the water slides and then we had a pizza party and a sleepover. Like yeah. that is doable. So, and that kid would feel like I'm on top of the world. So yeah. it's like, be specific about what that like rich life or what that, I call it like a more of a desire list. Like if you yeah. were to have, if your best year yet happened next year, what w- what would have happened? <sighs> And then we kind of reverse engineer, like, let's make sure the business fits with that. Mm. Because it's so easy to let business take over. Yes. Right? I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I've yeah. had that in the past I for mean, sure. That's every entrepreneur. It's like, okay, there's always something to do. There's always somebody to message. There's always whatever. Um, even if you're not seeing clients yet, you're behind the scenes building stuff. Yeah. Or thinking about it. So it can totally just like take over the world. And so this is about making sure that the plan you build and the income that you want actually align with like what's going to fill you up with all of that other pleasurable stuff. Yeah. 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 I saw on your Instagram that you spent the summer in Europe and I would love to hear how, how that expanded things for you. Oh, honestly, as I was there, so this is like, when Whitney in 2018, like basically chained down, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I, I like, you know, we weren't doing business virtually in the same way. All of my clients I saw in person. Um, no way. Yeah. 
So it's like, I was just very like central all the time, always here working around the clock. It's like the same stuff. When can you meet? Okay. Thursday at 7 PM. Sounds good. Saturday morning. Okay. Sunday afternoon. Sure. Um, but like that was the season of business. That's what it was like. And I think, you know, at the time that's what felt like it was available at the time. But I also knew I was like, this is not it. This is just what I'm doing to get to that next piece. And so I was dreaming about like, oh, if only I could have Fridays off, which we'll come back to, I'm sure. Yeah, we're definitely going to get there. Yeah. If only I could have Fridays off and like go for lunch with a girlfriend or whatever. And I want to spend my summers in Europe. And so this was the first summer where I was like, I can actually do that. Now all of my clients are 100% remote. They're all over the world in different time zones. But like, is anyone disappointed I have to take two calls from Europe? No, <laughs> like, <laughs> they, it doesn't matter where I am. Um, and so, yeah, I had like the most amazing summer in a little bit in Paris and then mostly in Italy for mm. the summer, traveling all over, eating. It's like the time zone also worked perfect because I had just enough time to see clients if they needed something and then all the pool time I could handle, pool time, beach time food time. Yes. All of it. Yes. There's something that just lights my soul up about being in Europe. We were just in Paris in the spring. And for me, it's just such an activating and expansive space. Like, you know, what I love is being able to tap into, okay, where is my future self staying? Okay. I might not be staying at the Ritz right now, but I'm going to go have a glass of champagne there and I'm going to eat there and I'm going to feel into who I get to become so that next time I come, I'm actually staying here. And it was honestly, it was one of my favorite happy hours that my partner and I did. We yeah. were actually like hours before we got engaged too, which was super special Aww. for us. But um, I just, I love Europe. I love Paris. And there's something for me in my soul that feels so free there. And I know that that's mm-hmm. another piece of your brand and your business is freedom, the freedom mm-hmm. to create whatever you want. And so I'm curious coming back into life now, what is, what's your next level of freedom? What, what are you excited about? Oh, well, you know, I have to tell you, like, it was hard coming back here. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> I bet, girl. I felt, I felt that too. Because <laughs> I was like, so desperately trying to hold on to this Dolce Vita. Right. Like just like living. And you know what it was, what I realized, because I had so much time to think by myself, it was like the being so present, Mm, being present, enjoying, like enjoying the moment, just being on the beach. Like we spend so much time multitasking and skipping over things and doing a hundred things at once that like really being present and enjoying, it was like, okay. So it was a it was a hard shift to come yeah. back to just being in other people's energy where that wasn't available. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the the struggle is still real. But I think like it's it's exactly what you said. The next level is like you have a taste of something, and now like what else is there? And I feel like you know, for me, you see all of those memes around this time of year where it's like, okay, it's the plot twist you've been waiting for. And I'm like, no, don't send a plot twist. Like life is good. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) Which is what we were talking about. It's like, 
design a life that feels so good that you don't need vacation, you don't need weekends, you don't need all of this other stuff. You're not waiting for it. You've just Mm. built it in to like normal life. And Mm. I think the trick that you used was so good of like those incremental upgrades because so often we are uncomfortable with something that is um, unfamiliar, even though it's something that we want. And so that can be a real block that comes up for people where it's, this is comfortable because I know this, but this isn't what I want. And so it's breaking that and seeing that something new is available. Like, I don't know what I would do if I had to start working Fridays. It would it would be so too weird. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't okay. do it. I want to hear I want to hear about fabulous Fridays because I don't. My background I was a professional dancer. I never worked a nine to five. I've never been in a set schedule. I'd be like on a contract for a dance show, or I'd be teaching fitness classes, and so I never really had this like Monday through Friday thing. And I've always, mm. as I transitioned into my business, I I worked because I loved it. So it was never this thing where I felt like I was a slave to a schedule. Although a lot of my clients experience that. So I've always had this, like, I'm going to take ballet on a Tuesday and I'm going to take my calls over here and I'm going to like, that has always been my life. And so anytime I feel like I'm restrained or stuck in a schedule, then I start to feel like that's when my things are like, Oh, something's out of alignment. Where can I create more structure so I can flow and play? But I want to hear about fabulous Fridays because I know it's going to change my life and the listeners' lives. Please tell us what is fabulous Friday? How did it start? What do we get to do? Yeah. So Fabulous Fridays started, A, because I was like, you know, in this next level of my life, I just don't work Fridays. Fridays are a day when like, I want to go for lunch with a girlfriend, maybe some light work. Like it was, it started off with like what I call low dreams. It was, it was low. Low dreams? Yeah. (laughs) It was low. It was like, just lunch. (laughs) That's all I want. (laughs) Give me lunch. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then two, one of the one of the beliefs that came up for me, like I'm a a good prairie girl, was like, work hard to get your money. And I was like, I don't want that belief anymore. So what belief would I like to build instead? I would like to build this belief that the more fabulous I am, the more money I make. So yeah. I'm obsessed. Please keep going. So insert. Europe and insert like fabulous Fridays. So what I decided was I don't, I don't work on Fridays. Friday is a day for my next level self. So Mm. I'm working towards maybe it's a big goal. Um, it's self care. It's like something that I do for me and something to like fill me up. So those are days when I'm like going to get fancy, You're like, I have a hair appointment. I have nails. I have a pedicure. I have lunch. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's a spa day. It's, um, you know, very rarely am I doing any work on Friday because I feel like that can, that can sort of take over. But if I do, it's like, okay, my next level self, like this is going to help us. Mm. Right. And so I'm really intentional because what I find is people are like, here's my business plan. And then they just act like their current state Mm -hmm. for the year. And then they're like, okay, here's my business plan again. And we haven't really made any changes, you know, like we haven't up leveled in the same way. So having those Fridays to be like, what does my future self do on a Friday? Now it just feels normal. 
So mm. that that first fabulous Friday, we used to call it the fucking fabulous Fridays, but there was too many Fs. So <laughs> it was, it was too hard to say. I'm like, fucking, it, it can be fabulous Fridays. Great. Um, and so the very first Friday, I got a call from someone. We were on the phone for 11 minutes and he was like, I want that 100K offer. OMG. 11 minutes in. I had sold, uh, I'd never sold it before, 100K. And yes. yes. And so I'm like, okay, that belief, because all beliefs need like some proof. And so for me, I was like, okay, proof. And this is the same with my clients. I had one who was like on the fence about like, okay, is it the right time for us to work together or not? So you know what? Go have a fabulous Friday. And do this thing when she and she like signed, yes, I'm going to work with you. When she got home that day, she had seven new leads that came in for her business. Incredible. It was like, like, she was like, it was just the most magical thing that I did. Because I think often it's almost like we want to suffocate a problem. We're like, Mm. I need more leads. I need more business. I need more something. Yeah. And we just like, on top, we've got like whatever the goal is in a chokehold. And then mm. all of a sudden we step away for a minute and we go do something else and it comes back to us. So yes. fabulous Fridays are that time for self-care, for reflection, for like acting like your future self. And they will totally change the game for everyone. That's amazing. I'm curious because I've been asked this question before too, and I would love to hear your take on it. So for the woman who's like, I'm stepping into my six-figure self or my million-dollar self, whatever that next level financially specifically is, and I know that my future self would go get a facial and get a massage and drive this kind of car, wear these kinds of clothes, but financially, I don't feel like I can do that right now. How would you support her? Yeah. It's a great question. And I get this sometimes when people are like, oh, I'm waiting to start my Fabulous Fridays. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) that goes at odds with everything we talk about. But I think it's injecting, like if you think about really like the root of Fabulous Friday, it's self-care. It's living like your future self. It's supporting her. Mm -hmm. Um, So it might be that like you would normally go for a facial. Maybe it's that you give yourself a nice facial at home. Maybe it's like cooking a nice dinner and lighting the good candles and having music play instead of sitting at the TV, right? Like there are so many little upgrades that we can make in our life that when we're on autopilot, we just forget about. And so it could be the smallest thing. Like sometimes on a, on a Friday, I just go for an extra long walk in this beautiful park that's by me and I have a fancy coffee Yes, and, you know, and I don't need to get back to anything like Mm. that's expansive reading a reading yeah. a book even if it's a free download of something that's yeah. expansive um yeah. so i think it's like rather than saying i can't do it it's like what might that look like at every budget right yes i love that i love you don't that. have to go to like for me during the pandemic there was nowhere to go <laughs> i was yeah. like i'm going to go to the spa in quotations <laughs> right air quotes <laughs> and so i would just Light it, light a candle, and play some music in the bat in the dark yeah. bathtub. And I had a nice robe and lo- and like whatever lotion to put on, and that was the spa, right? Mm. So it's like we get creative. We can get creative if we're willing to. But 
those little activities can just like fill you up. I love that too. As you were talking about reading a book, I just, I was thinking there was a point when I was so like, I need to get it right. I need to do it in a certain way. So every book I would read would be some kind of personal development, productivity, spirituality, like something that was going to quote unquote future me or push me forward. But I was also like suffocating myself in that way. And so when I made this shift, I was like, I'm going to take a nap on a Tuesday. I'm going to read a book that has nothing to do with business, Mm -hmm. nothing to do with making me quote unquote better. And I'm just going to read this because it feels good. It completely shifted so many things in my life. And it was such a simple shift of like, I'm going to read a fantasy book. Like, let me have fun. Um, and And it really just, it shifted my energy. And I love that you brought some attention to that, that it's really about the small upgrades that support that energetic shift, whether it is actually doing the thing and like buying the thing, or if it's simply putting on a different shade of lipstick, putting on a different pair of underwear. Like there is, there's so much power in that. That's one of my like little fun secret things that I'm like, okay, if you want to upgrade your life, you're going to go in your underwear drawer. You're going to throw out all the crusty old Mm -hmm. underwear that you don't wear. You know, the ones, and you're going to (laughs) go buy some underwear, whether it's a thong, whether it's a boy short, like it doesn't matter what it is. Something that makes you feel sexy and powerful, Yes, not for your partner, not for anyone else, but for you. And I feel like putting that on is supporting that identity shift. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all of that. It doesn't have to be expensive. Like people think it's bags of money and hours of free time. Maybe your fabulous Friday starts in the evening on Fridays when the kids go to bed, right? Mm. Maybe it happens before they wake up. Maybe there is a part like where they're also included, right? I have my, my junior best friend, she's seven years old. And so she's always like, what is Auntie Whitney doing for her fabulous Friday? Oh, and how so, cute. yeah, but like in a, again, back to like a kid's view, she's like, I want to go for lunch and Starbucks. Can we Aww. have Starbucks? Yes, we can. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. That's so but good. it's like just little things it can be. Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. So juicy. So I'm curious if there's anything that we haven't touched on today that you think that the listener needs to hear about, whether it's around money, limiting beliefs, living your fabulous full out life. Is there anything we haven't touched on that you think is important to share? I think we've talked about so many fabulous things. If I was to give them something that was like super practical, it's like, just fucking do the thing. Yes. Like we spend so much time waiting for something to be perfect and whatever. And I would rather have it done and like do it fast because there's so much time that we spend wasting, Mm -hmm. wasting weeks, wasting months, wasting years sometimes waiting for the perfect brand or the perfect website or some other bullshit. So it's like, just fucking put it up, do it, get it done and make it better. Yes. I think that we're soul sisters. That like that's part of the full out method. The full out manifesto is like bold, messy action. It doesn't yeah. have to be the right action. It doesn't have to be the perfect action. Bold and fucking messy. Like Done. how messy can we be? Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Whitney, mm, one more question. Is there a question that you wish more people ask you? You've been doing a lot of interviews. I know that you're connected to a lot of people. Is there a question that you're like, why aren't people asking me this? Mm. Um, you know, I think the question people don't ask enough is how quickly, like some of these big changes can happen, right? Like, tell us more. 
Yeah. So for example, like you might, you might be in a situation where you're making like 10,000, 20,000. This is more for like women entrepreneurs. Um, you might be at a place in your business where things have kind of plateaued out and the logical part of your brain will be telling you that it's going to happen incrementally. And that is fake news. So it's like, be open to receiving all of that money now for mm. the sales now, be open to it happening quickly. And this is where I always coach people like, can, if you, if that happened today, would you be ready to onboard those people? Could you offer them? Could you, could you meet with them next week? Could you get it started? And often the, they're like, no, no, it would, <laughs> it would break me. It's like, okay, well, that's the first order of business is like, be ready for it to happen quickly. Because mm. right now, if you haven't organized the house, so to speak, how mm -hmm. does somebody come? And it's fucking good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I've had this sort of ties the last two questions in, but I had one client who was sitting on this email and sat, I kid you not, sat on this email for like a month, sending out to her list, whatever. Finally, I turned up the heat. I was like, it's going out. It's going out today. I don't care. It's going out. And so she sends out this email and books a hundred thousand dollars. Yes. No kidding. Books a hundred thousand. And she's like, thank you so much, Whitney. It's Fuck like, yes. But that's the thing. It's like, it's everyone has that a version of that for them. You're sitting on a gold mine, whether it's IP that you're not talking about whether it's an offer that you're, you want to make that someone said like, Hey, I'd love to work with you. And you're not making the offer. If they're hanging around and you're not saying anything, like we've all got those missed opportunities. Yes. So like go gather them up and make some money. Oh, so good. Whitney, I could talk to you for hours, but I'm going to let you go live your fabulous life and get ready for your fabulous <laughs> event tonight. Can you share with us where listeners can find you? Yeah, you know what? I'm always on Instagram. So fastest response, Whitney Alexandra on Instagram. And my website is new and fabulous. So it's WhitneyAlexandra.co. So Amazing. either of those. It is beautiful. I just, I creeped on it earlier today and I was like, oh my God, I love you. I'm obsessed with you. So final, final, final question. You were in an elevator with a woman and she is like, okay, Whitney, how do I live my life full out? You have from floor zero to 11. So you have like 10 seconds. What do you tell her? Build a life that is full of the things that you love. Mm, so good. So That's good. That's it. It's <laughs> like simple. it sounds simple and why, it is. Why do we overcomplicate? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. I love like, it. There is a plan to figure anything out. So mm. keep it simple. Lead with the heart. Leave with, lead with what you love makes you feel good and everything will sort itself out. So good. Whitney, yeah. thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.